0: It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to 2024. It is here whether you want it to be or not. Hopefully, you had a great holiday season. Happy New Year. Looking forward to what 2024 is going to bring, which is one of the things I want to talk about today is what can we be looking for in 2024. So before we do that, let's make sure we deal with a disclaimer. Please don't take any of the information or ideas or suggestions that I offer in today's show as direct advice for you. Please use it as information and education that you then can discuss with your advisor. Now, if you don't have an advisor or you would like for us to be your advisor, I'm more than happy to have that conversation with you. And it's real simple. All you have to do is go to www.speakwithmat.com. That's www.speakwithmat.com. And my online scheduler is right there. You can go right in. You can schedule a 15- or 30-minute phone conversation. And quite frankly, at the end of that first call, we're going to have a good idea. Does it make sense to have a second conversation? So again, very low-key. Go right into the online scheduler. You don't even have to get on the phone with anyone to schedule this. So again, speakwithmatt.com, www.speakwithmatt.com, and schedule it there. So all right, let's go ahead and get on to today's show. All right, so then you know what can we be expecting – in 2024. You know, we, we know that the Fed at the end of, uh, you know, the numerous times in the, the last quarter of 2023 talked about there was economic data, there was financial data that was showing that the, the drastic increase in rates over a certain period of time as to when that started has did what the Fed wanted it to do. And uh, inflation has come down. Of course, you know. I guess it depends on how they're calculating inflation. And in some areas of the overall economy, especially like with food, I think we're 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 still seeing pretty high inflationary numbers. But the Fed is saying, you know, we're going to look at three rate creases. d de- am sorry, decreases in 2024. All the reports I've read are indicating late 2000 or the second quarter of 2024 sometime in the third quarter. You know, maybe we see more. They really haven't talked about what the what the amount of those decreases are going to be. But, you know, in talking with a client today, okay, what, how's the market going to react to that? And I've read all different types of things. Of course, we have people that are optimistic and saying that if rates go down, then that is good for the market, and so the market is going to be bullish and then, of course, we have the Doomsdayers. Of course, one of my favorite Doomsdayers is Harry Dent, and he's talking about, oh my goodness, we are going to see a market crash of epic proportion. We're talking about 1929. Of course, he's been saying that kind of crap for 10 years. <laughs> but it's not just him that are saying it. All this, you know, you know overstimulus from uh, COVID and all that money that went in, which is a lot of people think that's what created the inflationary aspect and things are overinflated, housing and the market, blah, 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 blah. The reality is, in my opinion, I don't believe anyone can accurately and consistently predict what the market is going to do. So my suggestion to you whether you are still in your earning years and still contributing to your various uh, investment and retirement accounts, or you're already retired and you've, you know, now you don't necessarily have that income. Maybe you are investing a little more conservatively. The reality is I think we need to stay disciplined and we need to, you know, if you are retired, money needs to be have in different risk buckets. If you're still contributing, don't stop contributing, no matter what the market is doing. you know there there's a there's a lot to say when I'm sitting down with people that have through their throughout their working years twenty five thirty thirty five years have been consistent in all of the different things that have happened in the market over the course of the last thirty years. If we think about that, there's been drastic swings in the market yet if they were consistent and they just kept doing and broadly diversified is that they're sitting in a much better place here they are 25 or or 30 years. So I don't know where you are, but what I would tell you is be wary of reading all of the junk that is in every media outlet out there, whether it is overly optimistic or overly pessimistic. I would tell you be cautious about that, you know, I I've mentioned this before is I, there, there aren't a lot of things that I really pay attention to with regards to my phone blowing up or the iPad. I do read the Wall Street Journal pretty much on a daily basis. That's where I get a lot. I don't pay attention to a lot of the media, whether it's on TV or listening to the radio or what have you, and just wanting to stay consistent in what we are doing. And for 2024, with regards to the investments in, in, uh, in the market, Again, I would tell you, be broadly diversified. That has shown over time to potentially reduce risk while still getting market return, reduce volatility. And I would say, tell you to be consistent in your discipline. Really, really, really important. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is your lazy money. The money that you have, I, you know, if I had a conversation last year one time a week, it was probably realistically 10 times a week. Talking with people, they're asking me, hey, listen, where's the best place for me to put my emergency fund or my cash money? Because finally, these savings accounts or money market accounts are actually paying, you know, in some cases, I we had clients that, you know, in the second quarter of last year, finding accounts that were paying over 5% in a savings account. Money market accounts were paying little over five, five and a quarter, depending on where it was. Then, you know, so it's going to come time. Tax time is around the corner. So that 1099 INT, the interest that you're going to have to now pay on, more than likely over the course of the last 10, 15 years, that has been a blip on your tax radar, but not last year. And, of course, depending on how much you have there is going to be, you know, in some cases I've read articles where, People are going to be surprised on, you know, think about it, if you got a 100 grand sitting somewhere somewhere and it's paying 5%, that's a $5,000 interest that now you're going to have to pay ordinary income tax on. Depending on the state you live, there's potentially going to be state taxes that are due as well. So you, know, just be aware that's coming. And you know I, I've, I know in our particular case, we have uh, most of our in emergency fund money at Ally Bank. And they don't send out your 1099 INT. I had a couple clients that actually, uh, the year before, they didn't realize that they had to go online to get those. In some cases now, even your brokerage accounts, your 1099 composite that is going to, for your non-qualified accounts, that's going to have your dividends, your interest, any cap gains, that is all online and you have to go online to download it. Uh, there's a lot of the mail that used to come out with these tax forms are no longer there you have to log into your account so make sure you're doing that be aware especially if you had a a good amount of money sitting in savings accounts that uh now the tax time is coming and the tax man is going to want to make sure that they get their money hey everyone a little interruption matt houseman here if you would like to speak to me directly. Make sure that you know that you can go right to my online calendar, speakwithmat.com, Again, www.speakwithmatt.com. You can either schedule a conference call right there, a Zoom call, or if you'd like to come into the office, feel free to do that. You can also reach us directly at 610-719-3003. All right, everyone, back to the show. The other thing I wanted to go over is I know last year I, I spoke about the uh, Secure Act 2.0 was signed at the end of 2022. Much of it went into effect in January 1 of 2023, but there are certain provisions that were going to be staggered in over time. A couple that you want to be aware of that went into effect in 2024, first of all, is old 529 plans that were not used. Now, If they are, they can be converted to a Roth beginning in this year in the name of the beneficiary of the 529. There are some rules around it. One is the account has to be at least 15 years old. The other thing is, as you're moving that money over to the Roth, you cannot contribute more in that year than the Roth IRA limits. Okay. The other thing is, is that you cannot convert money that went into the 529 plan within the last five years. So the money that you're converting actually has to be 10 years, uh, or I'm sorry, the account has to be 15 years. The, uh, any monies that went in had to be 10 years old. So if you contributed two or three years ago, that money can't go into the Roth. And then the last thing is, is the maximum that you can roll over into the Roth is $35,000 lifetime maximum per beneficiary so um, you know there's a couple other nuance rules that go into play make sure that if this is something that you want to take advantage of or you can that you're speaking with a professional to make sure that that is done uh, correctly the other thing would be is there are certain exemption rules of the 10 59 and percent penalty on withdrawals before you turn 59 for certain things, they expanded the exemptions of that 10% penalty. Doesn't mean you're not going to still have to pay the ordinary tax on that. But now there are they've increased those exemptions that are available. The other thing they did, and they pretty much do this every year, but they increased the contribution limits for 401k, 403b. They changed certain aspects of a simple IRA. So if your employer is offering that simple IRA – just one thing you might want to, in case they don't, they're don't, they not aware of it, they can actually flip that simple IRA to a qualified plan like a 401K during the plan year. So they would be able to do that in 2024. And there are certain other aspects of the SECURE Act. Those are just some highlights that I wanted to point out. The other thing is that that reminds me, make sure, I know that in many cases a lot of the uh, clients we have that are working is that you had open enrollment last year. And make sure that you are paying attention to the employee benefits that you have at your company, obviously, some of those benefits can only be changed during open enrollment, but they're you know invariably it happens multiple times a year when we're sitting with a new client and we're going over and they're still working and we're going over their benefit package is they were unaware of benefits that weren't necessarily associated with their h s a or their 401 k or their health insurance there were other benefits that they could take advantage of any time during the year so make sure that if you are still working that you're looking at that benefit package and maximizing it definitely look at that in 2024 and the last thing I'll talk about and I know that I am a broken record with this because it seems like I am talking about this at least 3 times a year but I had someone in my office uh right before Christmas and sat down and had a really good conversation. And one of the things in that conversation that came up was the uh the legal documents that were there. And it was shared to me that that this person had went through the process of having a trust done and having, you know, the will done, power of attorney, all of the legal documents that were there, yet this person had multiple properties, they have multiple assets, nothing. And quite frankly she didn't understand exactly what the trust was going to do for her for her heirs all of that and here she is sitting with a beautifully leather-bound binder with all of these documents in there and yet in this case multiple properties multiple assets she has certain you know she has certain wishes for how those assets are going to be distributed all of that and in this case, she actually has property in multiple states, and the trust wasn't being utilized at all. So make sure that you know that your estate plan is coordinating. You guys hear me talk about this all the time. is coordinating with your financial plan, and again, this is the first of the year. Everyone's making resolutions. Make sure to sit down, look at your documents. If you don't have them, engage an estate attorney. And go through that process to make sure that you have them, because as I mentioned, I believe it was in October of last year, numerous clients were having to deal with their parents who had passed away, and to say that in one case, they kind of like this, they thought the estate plan was done, it was done pre-2020, again... The Secure Act 2.0 that, or the Secure Act that went into effect in 2020 and then the Secure Act 2.0 that went into effect in 2023, massive changes to how assets are distributed to your heirs depending on their tax classification. Really important if you had work done, estate planning done prior to that, that you reach back out to your attorney that drafted it. And in many cases, like the estate attorney here in PA that we recommend she, she talks about the aspect of adding patch language, ad, adding additional language into a, a, especially a trust. But make sure you're reviewing that. Make sure your beneficiaries are up to date. In one case that we were helping a client whose, uh, whose parent had passed away is that the, the beneficiary forms were not up to date. And unfortunately, that, that created a, uh, a tax obligation that did not have to be there. So, again, I hate to be a broken record. Make sure you're dealing with that. If you have any questions about that, full disclosure, I am not an attorney. Reach out to me. You know, I'm more than happy to help you or guide you into the direction. And like I always say, you want to be speaking with an estate attorney depending on uh, your situation, whether you're a business owner, whether you have other holdings, real estate. Then you're going to want to make sure that the estate attorney that you are engaging understands in this case real estate law especially if you have real estate that um, where it's not in your pri- it's not in your, your state of residency that becomes really important states look at that differently and then if you're a business owner you want to address there's going to be certain aspects that you're going to want to have built into your estate plan and quite frankly even possibly your corporate documents to make sure that that all works um, in coordination with your overall financial planning so listen this was a quick one hopefully it's been beneficial if you have questions about the secure act about your company benefits about um your accounts if you're a client reach out to us if you have any questions reach out to us speakwithmatt.com that's my online calendar give us a call in the office 610-719-3003 everyone wishing you a healthy and prosperous 2024 we'll be talking to you soon take care